Hey everyone, this is Anthony Pena, as known as the Alamo City Avenger, and you are listening to the Dork Dad Podcast. Guess who's back? Back again. What's up, dorks? It's Lucky, the Dork Dad, back at you with a new episode of the Dork Dad podcast. And again, I'm sorry it's been so long, but again, so many things going on over here in Texas. Unless you're hiding under a rock, you will know that we were hit by a crazy snowstorm last month and and we didn't know how to handle it. So the whole city shut down. Uh, we lost power. Some people lost power and water. It was just nuts over here. But the snow's melted. Everything's back to normal. And I'm here with a new episode. So, yeah, here I am. Again, like I mentioned before, I have shows lined up. It's just a matter of getting everybody's schedule together. Um, I do have another local today, Mr. Anthony Pena, also known as the alamo city avenger um we'll get into uh into some comic book talk and uh, some other stuff also looking looking ahead i have another local artist lined up who we're supposed to record and you know this time it was my fault i had something come up but i got a mr eddie rios from taco boy designs that i got lined up so look forward to that and there's another big one i've been trying so hard to get through um i guess i'll just uh, announce it now since i think it's gonna happen finally um so if you anybody out there watches hell's kitchen with gordon ramsay uh the current season that's on right now there is a local chef by the name of mary lou chef mary lou um again she's a local chef here in san antonio and she is on the show right now she's still in it She's uh, live and kicking, if you will. So I've been trying to get her on the show for a while now. I'm having to jump through some hoops and um, get approvals and all this stuff. I'll, I'll get into that uh, when I actually sit down with her and um, and get the show done. But uh, look forward to that in the near future, hopefully. Keeping my fingers crossed. But on this episode, we got Mr. Anthony Pena, um, a local guy. Uh, I've never met before, but um, uh, I met him on the show, and he's a pretty cool guy. He's a fellow father, fellow dork dad, loves comic books, loves comic books so much. He's in an actual special club, which we'll get into, the Comic Book Fiend Club. So, yeah, let's just um, jump into it. It's about time, right? <laughs> let's get started with Mr. Anthony Pena, the Alamo City Avenger. (laughs) 
Hello, you can you hear me? I can hear you. Let me just my volume. Can you hear me good? Yeah, you good. What's up, man? Trying to adjust here. Not much. I'm a little rusty. It's been a while since I recorded. Uh, how you yeah, doing, man? Microphone like that. Oh, Mike, oh, I just pick things up here and there. You know, it's nothing fancy. How you doing, man? Doing good. All right. I'm a little tired, so I have my coffee with me. I'm getting old where I'm going to need like a cup of coffee like at 6 o'clock. Just like go to bed. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. So we got Mr. Anthony Pena, the Alamo City Avenger. What's going on, man? It's going. You know, it's getting late, you know, for dad time. So, you know, dad time stops at 9 o'clock and then I'm ready for bed. <laughs> uh, yeah, that sounds about right. Um, you know. I'm not getting any younger here either, so 9 o'clock sounds about right to me. But I wanted to get into uh, what you got going on, man. So you're a a fellow San Antonian, am I right? Um, That's right. And I'm a teacher, so I'm enjoying my spring break. Awesome. But I'm not sleeping in either, so that kind of like offsets everything that, you know, we look forward to spring break, but no matter what, I don't have to. That's good. All right. So, teacher, you do a elementary, middle school, high school, middle school, middle right school. when those hormones kick in. So, you know. nice, nice. I have, uh, I have one going into. Um, well, I'm up in shirts. We have a. Uh, it's a little different. We have intermediate, and then uh, junior high, which is just eight and ninth. So, I have one going into eighth grade next year. And my daughter, oh, okay. my daughter's currently a freshman, and I, my oldest is a senior, so he'll be graduating uh, here pretty quick. Yeah, my my two, uh, my daughter, she's in fifth grade. She'll be starting junior high next year, and then my son's in third grade. All right, you got you got a ways to go then. <laughs> yeah, quite a ways. Yeah, my guys, my kids are are almost on their way out. My oldest, my it's a struggle because my oldest. You know, we only got a couple more months, and then he still doesn't know what he wants to do. But, but whatever, that's the way kids are now, I guess. Yeah, they'll explore in college, and they'll find their way. Yeah, passion. Basically, I didn't know what I wanted to do at that age, so, and I, I think I still don't know what I want to do. So, <laughs> at that age, I was like, as a sophomore in high, not sophomore, but junior in high school, I was. Off in the military. I knew I was joining the military since leaving. So I grew up in a small town in uh, Wichita Falls, Texas. So All right. um, not many people get out of there unless they go to college or go to the military. So military is my... Let's talk about you did the Army, Air Force, what, what branch? I was in the Navy. I was in the Navy, Navy for 13 years. All right. I was just wondering because I know, um, you know, we're a military city here. We've got Air Force base, Army base. I didn't know... If you're originally from Texas or you were a, a transplant here. Yeah, my wife is originally from San Antonio. So. All right. I see. So uh, the Alamo City Avenger, What? how did that name come about, man? Um. Well, you see, I was starting up like this little my hobby of my ramping up my comic book hobby. And, you know, there, there was this club, the comic book fiend club that I was a part of. And 
when I started off Instagram, I just had my name up there. It said Anthony S. Pena was my name. <laughs> and I'd go to like their group chats and stuff. And it'd be like, you have like the lamest name you have. <laughs> it's just for your name. Club. <laughs> <laughs> it's just your name. You come up with something better. So I had to go to Think Tank to think about it. And, you know, I was like, well, Alamo's City Avenger. I can do it, but I had to spell it different because somebody already has that name in Instagram. So I had to go to get creative on how to spell the name. Oh, so like, you have um, the O with a zero, right? You're right. Yeah. And then they have the, like the little space of the underscore. So it's kind of like, um, it's a little creative, but I found a way to, to keep that name. All right, cool. Now you talked about the, uh, this, Comic Book Fiend Club, man. I've been seeing uh, some posts about that. I started following them. Um, what is that all about, man? It looks interesting. It, may, it reminds me of um, like a motorcycle gang or something. I see these guys with these cuts, you know, with these vests with the patches on. And it's like, man, that looks dope as hell. How do you become a part of that? And it, just, it just caught my eye. Yeah, we look pretty tough at a, Definitely. Yeah, we look pretty tough at a Comic Con, but we go to like a biker bar and get all of our butts whipped. But uh, yeah, we, we do have the vest and everything. My vest, I kind of outgrew mine. So I had to get a bigger size. So uh, I hit a growth spurt. I don't want to say that. As we all do. As um, we all do. Yeah, so my, my, <laughs> my vest is under construction. But yeah, we had, the, we had like the cuts, like the vest and like we have like the symbol that looks like it kind of looks like a motorcycle game. We put us all together. It's pretty intimidating, I would say. Especially if it's a bunch of nerds, like yeah. like we are a bunch of older older nerds, um, <laughs> uh, and you know it, it's not it's like it says comic book fan club, but we know we got people interested in Star Wars. We have Star Trek people, people who like in Dungeons and Dragons. So it's like in a collective world type of type of thing. But we bond over comics mostly. It's a bunch of us. We like hard time, make fun of each other. I got you. Can you break it down? Like, what do you got to do to become a member? I mean, that, that kind of interests me, too. I kind of looked a little bit into it. Um, to me, it looks like a big commitment. Like, you you got to be there in their club, and, and, and that's it. Right, yeah. So, um, if you can look on Instagram, Instagram is a pretty big world. And you see, like, these different clubs for, for comic book clubs. And um, for what makes um, Comic Book Fiend Club unique is, like, they only do, like, once a year, they'll take new people in, and it's just basically showcasing yourself. It shows us how you promote yourself as a comic book collector, and then you just connect with those inside the club. And then if we like you enough, then we would in the club. So, so it is like a motorcycle um, club. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> it was except you don't you don't have to like rob banks or or kill someone <laughs> to get in the club. It's just showing what you're passionate about. It's, and like you don't have to have the best comic books. You don't have to have like the most expensive comic books. It's just collecting what you like, being yourself. Because you know, you think I'm I'm popular being the the lone guy that collects, you know, Captain Marvel everything. Like, <laughs> well, we're, we're, gonna yeah, gonna gonna like we're gonna get into that. We're gonna get into that. But definitely, yeah. so uh, yeah. So when I filled out my application, you know, they said they asked you like what your favorite superhero is. And how do you, I went on this whole paragraph with Carol Danvers. I'm probably like the only person in the history of 
comic book fiend club to, to write about Carol Danvers. But okay, so, um, since you're bringing it up, I mean, yeah, what what's with Captain Marvel, man? Um, I see you post all this stuff. You get all these books and 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 all Captain Marvel stuff, and it just you're right. It, it's odd. It's like um, who who likes Captain Marvel? Was it was there a love before the movie came out, or was it afterwards? Or were you like excited for the movie? Or yeah, um, before like um, Captain Marvel was Miss Marvel a long time ago. So back back in the the '60s, she was Miss Marvel, and uh, like in usually about the 2000s, she she became like this uh, Miss Marvel that was. I would say she was tougher. She was sexier. She had that 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 black suit with the lightning bolt on it. All right. That Miss Marvel version. That's probably the most popular one. But I think she's gaining more speed with Captain Marvel now, who is more about like empowering women and being strong. Um, well, now she's single, strong single <laughs> woman with the world carried upon her back and stuff. But yeah, she. She's a pretty interesting character just because she went through so many trans- transformations and, you know, she struggled with alcoholism. She, she's a veteran in the air from the air force. So a lot of connections there that I could see with, with Carol Danvers. I got you. So is that kind of your thing? You're into these female superheroes or, or is that just your main one? Uh, usually it's like my main one. I try to keep, things like so i don't have like this overwhelming collection of, of things um i do collect yeah, like, oh like a lot of the stuff in spider verse <laughs> right exactly um uh, yeah it's like stuff in the spider verse because that's like a, a movie that my kids enjoy like my son's favorite character is miles morales so i like to connect with them over like the spider verse characters so i try to collect you know stuff like spider gwen and that uh Spider-Man ER. Oh yeah. And I think that movie you know movie helped out uh us comic nerds at least get our kids and get the younger generation involved cuz they made uh comics cool again, I guess you could say. I mean, we always right. thought they were cool, but you know, uh bringing these younger kids mm-hmm. in, it's it definitely helped. That movie's that movie's pretty awesome. And Disney Plus as well, so you, we have like all the shows that we see when we're you're young, like they have like the X-Men cartoons, which a lot of us, you know, grew up with the, the X-Men yep. series. Um, and it has like all the movies, Marvel movies now. And then I think they're, I think they actually brought in the, the old X-Men movies, even though they're not, not the most popular, but they put yeah. X-Men on the map. Now that they own the world, those movies. So. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Cause they own, I think Fox owned, owned X-Men yeah. and then, Disney Fox. Since you're kind of going that way, uh, did you watch WandaVision? I did. Watched all of them. And it's the only like comic book stuff I could ever get my wife to get interested in. If it's anything else, comic book, she's not interested at all. But if it's like a TV show, yeah, I it's an interesting plot. I still, I still can't get my wife yeah. into, into it. I mean, she, she went to watch like Endgame with us and uh, with me and my boys, but yeah, she didn't get into WandaVision, or at least I can't get her into it. But um, what did you think of the the show overall? I mean, I thought it was I thought it was a slow burn. Well, the first two episodes kind of 
I was waiting for something to happen, but then then they just hit you, and then I was hooked, and it ended up being a really great show. It it did it did turn to be a great show, but I'm like the worst person to ask, like, was it a good movie or was it a good show? Because I'm a fan from the get go, and I'm gonna you know talk <laughs> good about it no matter what. It's like like my brother asked us like, did you watch the the Suicide Squad? It's like, oh man, I love the Suicide Squad. And he went to go watch it. He's like. This movie was trash. What are you, are you talking about? <laughs> I was like, don't take my word for it because I'm going to like it no matter what. <laughs> and that, so, like, I'm kind of the same way. I mean, I like just about everything. And I, I'm a big Batman guy right now, or at least here lately. I've been a real Batman guy. Um, and But I hate uh, Batman versus Superman. <laughs> it's just it's just <laughs> so boring to me. It's long. It's boring. Um, I'm crossing my fingers for this new uh, Snyder Cut of Justice League that it that it's better. Um it seems that way, but uh we'll have to see. You excited yeah. for that at all? Yeah, we see like the dark side coming to make an appearance in that movie, yeah. which I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, I think it's it'll be interesting to see how Snyder originally wanted the movie to go. But yeah, we'll have to see. Like I said, I'm I'm crossing my fingers. I'm I'm really hoping it's it's gonna be a, a better movie. Yeah, I like I like Zack Snyder. Like his other movie, I really, liked. you know, I like I like the movie Sucker Punch, and I think that's a oh, really yeah. good, nice, beautifully shot movie. Yeah, that's which a great you know, movie. the story isn't great, but the way it's shot, it's amazing. Yeah. So, as a fan of Captain Marvel, were you excited to see uh, uh, Monica Rambo? Yes, I think that Monica Rambo. She was like the most superhero that didn't that didn't get a lot of exposure. Mm. And, uh, you know, she was Captain Marvel before Carol Danvers was Captain Marvel. Really? Um, so, yeah. So she she carried that torch before Carol Danvers did. And then she changed her name to, to Photon, which you kind of get that hint in WandaVision. You see that yeah, the call yeah. sign Photon on there? Yeah. So seeing that, um, you know, I'm glad that she's getting that uh, that exposure to the comic MCU. I'm not as familiar with the character. Does she have powers similar to Captain Marvel or, or do you know? Right. Yeah, she does. All right. Cause I saw the, like the, the bullets just went right through her and, or she absorbed them. Mm-hmm. I was like, what is going on there? But yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Did you catch that? Uh, end credit scene there. Yeah. Which, which she talks to the scroll. Yeah. And so. she's like, Somebody wants to meet you, or somebody wants to talk to you. She like pointed up to Sky. I think this. Yeah. Who do you think he? Got to be Nick Fury, right? It's got to be Nick Fury. Nick right? Fury, yeah. Right, he's Nick up Fury or Captain Marvel or Captain Marvel. One of the two. You think that's gonna lead into Captain Marvel two, or do you think that's uh, leading? To yeah, they said else? she's gonna be on the, in the movie. They confirmed that she was gonna be in that movie. So um, even the, the Kamala Khan. Miss Marvel is going to make an appearance in that movie, so I'm excited um, for Captain Marvel too. We're getting a series of her as well, right? Her supposedly yeah. uh, Miss Marvel in her series, yeah. yeah awesome. You know, like if you read her comic, she's a big cap, uh, like a Carol Danvers Captain Marvel fan. So, all right. Are there any other? Um, like I said, I'm really into Batman. Aside from Captain Marvel, do you have another character out there that you're like? I really love this character. Uh, Gwen, Gwenpool. Gwen. Have you ever read any of 
you get rid of any of her stuff? Not okay. <laughs> I'm kind of a unique breed, maybe. Um, I like comics a lot. I have a lot of comics. Um, mm-hmm. I just don't have time to read comics. So, like, I'm I'm a oh. cover guy. Like, I'll look for keys or I'll, I'm if I really like a cover that looks really cool. Uh, uh, I'll go that route. Um, um, and I do have a lot of trades that I that I that I've been collecting. I just taking time to actually get down and actually reading all these stories but yeah i love comics but i haven't uh, i don't know gwenpool's storyline there yeah so gwenpool is like this this girl she's like a big comic book fan so she knows like all the backstories and secret identities for all the superheroes but she gets she goes into this realm where she becomes part of a comic book so when she faces off against like these characters, she already knows who they are and who their secret identity is. Ah. So it's pretty funny how she interacts with the characters. She's pretty like she's not a trained assassin like Deadpool or anything. So she fumbles around with a lot of stuff that she does. She just kind of she does she's kind of a good guy, but she does like bad things. Kind of like a Harley Quinn. Like she's like she would rob a bank, but She'll have good attentions along the way. So I got um, you. It, that's what makes her character interesting. And and she's wisecracking the whole time. So she has like it's it's very funny. Very funny story. That's cool. So she knows everybody's moves and powers and all that. So that, that sounds interesting. Right. That sounds interesting. Yeah, because she she faces off with like um Thor, which James Foster, and she gets kind of like in a fight with her, and she's like your name is Jane Foster, and she's and the Thor was like, "What? What'd you call me?" <laughs> so she knew exactly who she was. So it's pretty funny how she was able to do that, and she becomes friends with, you know, Miles Morales. He, he tries to keep keep her out of trouble. He like tells her to do good things, but she keeps wanting to do bad things, like shoot up the room or she use the bazooka, blow things up. So <laughs> nice. One thing I noticed you post you post all these uh beer you're a beer drinker? I am. Are you Drink into lots all of these beer. uh all these craft beers? You prefer beer beer over liquor? Um not over whiskey. I would I like bourbon. All right. Um but it's like if I want to keep it light and I don't want to feel like crap the next day, then I asked yeah, I drink beer. <laughs> I was interested in that uh that pickle beer you showed, man. It's like Oh yeah. It was the, it was good. I was like, you don't know what to expect when you drink a, a beer that tastes uh, was like pickle. Um, but it's pretty popular here in San Antonio. Freetail actually makes it. Yeah, I need, and, to, um, I need to try to track some down. Yeah, when, I know one of the guys that works there, and he gave me a, a six pack. And he was like, here, you want to try it? I was like, it didn't last long. I probably drank it all like in three hours. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I yeah. think it would be good, like if you had, um, you know, a michelada. If you made micheladas out of it, it gives you that pickle taste in there. It's really good. You're speaking my language. That's that's pretty much the only way I can drink beer, unless it's like a craft beer. I'll uh, I'll be into that, but like just regular beer because it's so filling. I'll just I'd rather have a michelada. <laughs> yeah, get your fruits in. Yeah. Or vegetable fruits and vegetables. <laughs> Let's talk about um, 
Gold Crow Inkworks, man. What's up with that? It's like my identity for for my art. So, um, you know, once upon a time, I would I wanted to like market myself as as an artist. Uh, I in college, my minor was in like two dimensional art, so I did a lot of um, like painting and drawing and stuff like that. So um, I would I would um, you know just post my artwork I, I did in class that day or you know i actually did an art show once at the aztec here in san antonio nice and that was pretty fun so nice uh yeah it's just like something i made I, I don't know why i didn't use my name as an artist to to do it but you know i just made that company just so we had the art show and i had a company name to go by it was pretty pretty fun experience having an art show yeah, i really dig all that stuff i love art i love local artists i just i just like all the stuff I mean, you know i i got prints and uh original artwork from people that i've met and stuff and it's just really cool and i think it's cool because i'm jealous because i can't do that kind of stuff um you know i can draw stick figures but uh <laughs> um that's about it but uh, yeah your stuff's really cool um like I said, I like meeting other artists, local artists. I should be doing another show with uh, another local artist. I don't know if you know Eddie Rios. He's uh, Taco Boy Designs. Okay. Yeah, if you look him up, uh, he's another local guy. Uh, does some really cool stuff. A lot of his uh, characters are like taco themed, and or they have a taco <laughs> with them. It's it's pretty cool. Oh yeah, yeah. I like I do like a lot of sci. I like sci fi stuff mostly. Yeah, I get it. Like, like I can. Something could be off about it, and nobody's like, "Oh, it's fiction," so nobody's really going to care about these imperfections. Uh, uh, you know, drawing likenesses is hard. That's why it's art. But it'll take me long. That's why it's art, man. Yeah. Definitely, but yeah, but I need to set more time for art because sometimes I'll sit down. And work on a project, and I won't stop until it's done. So I'm like, two o'clock in the morning, and I'm like, I was like, man, I better get to bed. I have to go to work in the morning, and it's like four hours of sleep to go to work. That's the struggle we all face. I think you know, there's a lot of things I want to dip my hands into. Um, I get ideas, and I start running with it for a little while, and then something happens, and then I could just have all this stuff piling up. But um, yeah, it's just time, you know. We we get older, we got families, we got more responsibilities, and we got to be grown-ups uh, some of the time. But um, eventually I'll get to this stuff, maybe. <laughs> yeah, so definitely like being with the club and then doing, you know, art. Um, you know, my daughter loves to do art. I think, well, my daughter loves to draw, and she has a real talent as well, so I think she enjoys that time that we we have together that we're drawing but she's so much faster than i am so yeah i'm like chugging along and she's almost done so it's kind of like well when she's done she's not gonna hang around anymore so i'll just stop we mentioned wandavision did you get into uh mandalorian too you into star wars i watched i watched mandalorian i'm not really my knowledge on star wars isn't that great but like i know like some of the characters i can't tell you like what those you know background characters are or what species each alien is but 
you know, I, I enjoyed the Mandalorian. My son loves Grogu, or oh, yeah. as he calls it, Baby Yoda. Who does? He loves that Baby Yoda. Everybody loves Baby Yoda. I'm I'm wondering if we're ever going to see him again in the show, or are they just going to move move forward with with another story? Maybe maybe we'll see like Alice Yoda, and he'll and he'll be with the Force. Because if fine, but I was excited to see Mark Hamill at the end though. Oh, that was yeah. amazing. That was that was great. That was the moment, right? That was that yeah. was the big wow moment. Um, I guess if you go back to WandaVision, leading up to the end of the season, you know, Paul Bettany had had went on social media saying, "Oh, there's going to be a." Uh, Luke type of uh, moment in WandaVision and uh, he was going on saying oh he, he was so uh, glad to work with this person and whatnot and I think we all got trolled if, if you know what I'm talking about oh the, the Quicksilver the Quicksilver gag they put it through through in there I think so but he was talking about he to bring the X-Men into to the MCU that, that time right yeah, and he was, was like, oh. he was hinting at like a big cameo or something similar to the Mandalorian, but I think he was just talking mm-hmm. about himself <laughs> acting with himself <laughs> his, his white vision. But uh, it was still it was still good, uh, even though I think they trolled us a little bit on that. Yeah, that that boner guy he ends up yeah. he was just a you know, actor boner thing boner. Were you were you disappointed about that? How um, he just ended up being some random guy and not really a a, a tie-in to the Fox universe. Uh, I don't know. I, I guess I wasn't that disappointed because I, just, you know, I was just along for the ride. I wasn't like that you. intensely invested into something happening, but you know, I was just there to, to soak it all in. I got you. I see a lot, of, a lot of people who are critical, and then all these these things they say about, you know, what they expected, and it's like, I don't know. I'm not like that, so it's just, you know, I like that. I, I like to enjoy it. Yeah, you like. <laughs> I don't want to be all critical, and yeah, that's the way I feel about like some of the Star Wars stuff. How the fans are so critical, all the hate. Um, I don't know if you know, like from the the Last Jedi movie, how they're like, oh, well, Luke wouldn't do that, and this and that, and people just hate <laughs> the Last Jedi. Where me, I'm just like, no, I like Star Wars, so I was just glad to see whatever, and you know, it's it's right. it's all fiction. So how can they be mad and say uh, that's not what he would do? It's like, how do you know? You know, maybe we're we're part of the problem because we're we're like the easily entertained. <laughs> <laughs> gonna support them no matter what, and then they keep making crappy movies. <laughs> and then we're gonna, oh, we loved it. Yeah. <laughs> it that, didn't like. That's the thing too, though. I mean, <laughs> even the haters, they're gonna go watch it no matter what. <laughs> right. They still call themselves exactly. fans. Either way, they're gonna have our money. And Star anything Star Wars superhero comic book related, they have my money. Exactly. You like Ghostbusters, anything Ghostbusters, like even the, the last Ghostbusters, I, my kids liked it. I liked it. I thought it was funny. I liked and it too. They're giving I the like seeing Ghostbusters back. Yeah, they're giving the girls a hard time. I, I like that movie. Um, 
even though I guess now technically it's not going to be canon, but, uh, you know, I'm excited for this new movie too. Paul Rudd. I mean, you can't go wrong with Paul Rudd. Right. And it kind of gets into like the, you know, Ghostbusters has been gone for a long time and then you have like the future of it. So I think I'm excited about that. Oh, and yeah. get that nostalgia back. The, having the, the Ecto-1 come out and uh, the barn is pretty cool. Yeah. There's there's two things that really sell nostalgia and sex, unfortunately. But <laughs> if you have any of those two <laughs> things or a mixture of them, oh yeah, it's gold. Oh yeah, it is. I guess speaking of nostalgia, you into um, are you looking forward to the new Space Jam reboot or Space Jam Two, whatever it is? I mean, I'll, I'll watch it, but um, were you a fan of the first one, or are you? Did you grow up watching Looney Tunes? Yeah, I grew up watching Looney Tunes. Um, that was like big in the nineties, right? Looney Tunes everywhere. Like, you go to Six Flags, there's Looney Tunes everywhere. Um, I guess, like Space Jam, the first Space Jam. I re- I really liked the first Space Jam. I, I was a fan. I even had the soundtrack that we'd we'd play in the, the car with my parents. So, I believe I could fly. Um, the only difference, um, but I guess you're not going to have like. Speedy Gonzalez or Pepe Le Pew in that, in that um, one, that, are you? That's what I was going to lead to here. What are your thoughts on that? I mean, leaving out Pepe Le Pew because for whatever reason, they, they look back at the old cartoons and saying, oh, he was uh, a rapist and whatnot. It's like, I don't know. I mean, I guess I'm older than you. I grew up watching those Looney Tunes, the actual Looney Tunes shows and you know you don't think of it at think of that stuff at that time um even now I don't think of it like that if I see those old cartoons it's just a cartoon but uh it's this uh culture we live in now this cancel culture that they want to cancel everything cancel Pepe Le Pew cancel Eminem what's what's up with that <laughs> Eminem what gives an Eminem for I don't they're saying that his um his his songs are are mean or I'm like come on it's like whatever. It was, I think you know you start you start working into like people expressing themselves like music is an art like you have artists and art comes in different forms so they already had the struggle before like back when they started banning all these books and then um, you know even comic books went through this they burned all the comic books so they think they're calling juvenile delinquency. And, and it's a shame that we're going through the same like censorship again. It's like it's, just because he doesn't share the same views as anybody else that he we got to cancel it or you know these cartoon character these are cartoon characters and I don't think that these cartoon characters are being influenced by by children or in children being influenced by the cartoon characters. Um, I mean, you know, how can funny. you take like a skunk? Seriously, it's it's a cartoon. I know but, you're gonna um, look at him and be like, "Oh, I'm gonna go rape that girl now." I mean, come right. on. He was he was French. He had and he was like always in love. I guess you know, alluding to like people like French guys or or French yeah. people are, like yeah. romantic. Yeah, but I don't know. Does it overdo it? Yeah, it's it's amplified because it's a cartoon. But you know how when was Looney Tunes? But, 
first written. It's, it's a whole running cartoon show. And really, like even can... the Muppets were. Well, that that's another thing. They're talking about uh, um, Miss Piggy, canceling Miss Piggy, because she was always trying to throw herself on on Kermit, and I'm like, come on. But really, you can take any of the Looney Tunes characters, and there's things with them that probably aren't well accepted today. I mean, look at Bugs Bunny himself. He was a cross-dresser. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> uh, but you think that way, you're, gonna have, you're probably going to have the community throw fit because you're, you're eliminating cross-dressing as part of society. It's, there's no way you can win at this at, at all. And... You know, just canceling this, this different cult, just cancel cult, cancel culture is, I know it's it's getting ridiculous. You know, is it a point for like, yeah, something is there's something outrageous out there? Should you educate your kids about it? You should, you should, you know, but I don't know. It's yeah, it's getting ridiculous. You know, cross dressing Bugs Bunny. I mean, you can say. Foghorn Leghorn, the big rooster is is pretty much a racist, calling everybody look here, boy. You know, I mean Yeah. He is just <laughs> an accent. Any character in there you can you can pick it apart. But I just I just thought it was crazy that uh, you know, Pepe Le Pew, Miss Piggy, it's just it's Well it look at Beef Subhead. It's like the absolute worst cartoon you could ever show your kid, but that one's coming back because it's towards yeah. adults now. So that makes it okay. Yeah. But that's not going to stop a kid from watching it. So right. I don't know. It's like, I don't get it. Yeah. The world we live in. Yeah. So what we're brought about all this canceling all Looney Tunes all of a sudden, because Looney Tunes hasn't really been on TV for a long time now. It just kind of put them in the spotlight, I guess, with this new Space Jam. They're like, well, here's his character. We got to get rid of him because he's. Yeah. But it's like they got rid of him. It's like they didn't even cats. write them in um, knowing that someone might be offended. And mm-hmm. that's just sad that, that that's, that's how we are now. We're, we're worried about who's going to get offended. I mean, if you look at anything in the 80s and 90s, even they're trying to bring some of it back, but most of it wouldn't be able to to air nowadays because someone would get right. their feelings hurt. Exactly. I don't really understand why you wouldn't. It's like just because a few people are offended, you're going to get rid of the whole thing for everyone. But yep, it's just the way it is. You say something wrong, especially like now on social media, you say something and someone gets mad. You can get fired. You can get, you know, it, it can change your whole life uh, if someone gets offended on what you say. It's, it almost makes people not want to be on social media. But I don't know. Unfortunately, it's it's the world we live in, and that and that's where everything's going. Exactly. I know. It's it was just we've been in a sensitive time lately, so I think you're trying to be oversensitive in a lot of things. What, what can you do? You know, I guess one thing they can do is if you're going to fix one problem, you should fix all of them. And I think they're doing it the wrong way. Yeah. Yeah. 
but that's just my opinion. Because, like I said, you cancel one, and then people are upset about that. Why you cancel that one? Why not this guy? And then I don't know. It just has a domino yeah, like, effect. So I don't. I don't know many Mexican people that were offended by Speedy Gonzalez that much. No, I think we're probably more excited that we were actually represented on on TV. <laughs> <laughs> Like we made like, it, we made it. Like, <laughs> like he wore, he didn't wear anything offensive. He had, well, he had a big Mexican hat, but that's what they, that's what and, wear in Mexico, right? And he was cool. I mean, he was a speedster. He was the Flash, you know. <laughs> yeah, he was. He was like the, the underdog hero type. Like somebody was always, like that. Somebody was always trying to get him. He had like his cousin Slowpoke Rodriguez. I yeah. was like. We got family members act like so <laughs> And he ended up saving them all from whatever situation they were in. Yeah. I don't know. You, I think you just have to have a, like a sense of humor. And I think that's part of the, the Mexican culture is, you know, you better have thick skin. And you better have a sense of humor in the Mexican family because, oh. um, you know, you know, your family's going to roast you at a family <laughs> gathering. I say it all the time. Mexican families, that, that's how they show love, you know, by letting yeah. you know how much you suck. <laughs> but, yeah. But that, that's you take your love. biggest insecurities and making your nickname, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, my I remember, you know, my grandma passed away already, but I remember every time we go see my grandma, she would say, hey, what's up, fatso? Or, you know, gordo, or she'd just call me whatever, you know? It's like, oh, <laughs> I love you too. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's I guess it's how you how we were raised. It makes a difference. Yeah. It makes us a little bit tougher. There's probably very few Mexican Karen's out there. <laughs> or Hispanic Karen's. Probably. Yeah. And then like I did a I did a tour of duty in Afghanistan and the uh when they take you Go. They talk about like the culture there, the Afghan culture, and the team was talking to me. He's like, "Well, make sure that you know when you hang out with these guys, you have to have a thick skin because they're gonna, you know, make fun of you and call you names and stuff like that." I was like, "Oh, don't worry about that." I was like, "But if you if you like, it's funny because you could get them so mad, but they can't bother you. I think it makes them mad that they don't bother you, and then you can get them mad." <laughs> uh, I love Middle think, Eastern people. I think it makes me more mad that they can't, that they show it doesn't bother you. So I love Middle Eastern Eastern people too. I mean, they're I think they're similar to us. They they tell you like it is. They, like uh, mm-hmm. I go to my doctor and you know he's funny. He's always interested in what 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 I do at my job and and but whenever I go in there, he's like, "What's going on? You're still fat. What's going on?" <laughs> but uh. But he's funny like that, and, and and that's what I like about him. But yeah, yeah, people need to um, not get so offended all the time. Right. It's like as if if it's the cartoon. Like if you don't bothers you, don't watch it. Don't give me your money. Just don't. I don't know what to, what to tell you. It's like I'm not very political or anything, so it's just like a few things bother me, or let them bother me. But you know, if it comes up for a discussion, I'm like, I'm not very interested in this, in the discussion about politics. I'm like, oh god, this is gonna be one of those days. 
Yeah. But, um, I mean, that's when you have like, you just sit back and quiet and nod. You're like, yeah, I, hear, I see your point. But yeah, I'm the same way. You know, I don't, I don't go looking for confrontation. I just, I just roll with the punches, you know, whatever it is, it is. That's, that's the way it goes. I was really, um, I was really, I really thought we were going to see some stuff today, especially uh, about the whole mask thing here uh, in Texas. Because even though they, oh, yeah. even though they lifted the mask ban or mask requirements, there's still a lot of places, HEB, uh, a lot of small businesses are still requiring uh, a mask. And I, I was just waiting to see something happen where um, there's going to be people out there. I know they are. They're going to be like, well, I don't have to wear a mask. But, uh, you know, well, yeah. in here you and do. They, they should re- <laughs> yeah. They should respect those businesses. If they, that's how they want to run their business. Let them run, like, follow their rules. If you need groceries, wear a mask. It's their policy, yeah. you know. It's like you don't cause a big scene because you don't want to wear a mask. That's just stupid or uncalled for. Like I saw, like I was watching like the news. I was watching the news this morning, and they went to like this Mexican restaurant, like in in Texas, and I guess they were requiring some people to wear a mask to go in that restaurant. And like the people were like throwing a fit because they didn't want to wear a mask. It's like, oh, the mandate's been lifted. I don't have to wear a mask in here. And I was like, well, our restaurants. Dude, and then they threatened to, th- uh, to call like immigration on that business with the workers. I'm like, that's not right. Just that's because so you're, stupid. you don't believe like, that's, that's like, that's just creating more problems. It's like, just wear the mask. If you don't, if for all God reasons, you, you know, have, do not want to wear a mask. Don't go there. Go to a different restaurant. That <laughs> exactly. require wear a mask. It is, it's go get your taco somewhere else. <laughs> right. It's like. Come on. Yeah. I'm just hoping nothing crazy happens like that where it leads to something else. But Yeah. I I just hope I hope not. I hope everybody has common sense, but that's not the case most of the time. Unfortunately. All right, let's see. We talked about um your artwork, your your comic club. Um is there anything else you want to share or promote or get out there? Uh, for the comic book uh, fan club. So we're, we're doing, we do like um, a lot of charity work or we try to do something. Um, usually before like this COVID stuff happened, we would deliver like comic books to hospitals for children nice. and stuff like that. Nice. Um, but since COVID hit, um, they don't really take donations outside of the hospital nowadays. Um, but now for March, it's like Brain Injury Awareness Month. So we're, we're trying to raise money um, because we do have um, a couple of people in our club. Um, one has brain injury from his service in the Army, and one has brain injury from actually like a car accident that involved like lift services. So uh, we're, trying, we're just trying to support their cause there for the brain injury awareness and you know, if you keep out, if you keep an eye out on those on Instagram, if those are in the club, people are selling comics to raise money. They, they'll sell their comics and use that money to get to that charity, or you can just donate to the charity itself through the Comic Book Feeding Club um, page there. Um, That's it. And also, like on March 13th, uh, the, the Comic Book Feeding Club is actually having a drunk cast. 
So it's basically what that is, is like a bunch of members get online on, on YouTube and they'll just talk about comics or anything um, nerd related. And they'll just sit there. You'll, you'll, it progressively gets worse because they get more drunk <laughs> and they become more belligerent and making fun of each other. It's pretty funny watching that. Um, so if you want to get entertainment there, you get to see part of, you know, the Fiend Club and, and how they interact with each other, which is pretty funny. What that YouTube channel is it just uh, the comic book Fiend Club? Yes. So All right. All right, they, put, they I'll, actually I'll, do live casts. I'll put links to that in the in the show notes too. And um, on March seventeenth, I actually sent out a Zoom for our South chapter, um, but like everybody's invited. So if you want to come hang out with us and get to learn more about the, the club, um, I, I usually put like a Zoom link in my profile there. I'll make an announcement saying, join us for a Zoom uh, Zoom meeting, and then we'll just sit around. And, you know, we won't necessarily talk about comics all the time, but, you know, if it's people who are interested or have questions, let them know. Or, you know, if they have, they ask us for advice. It's like, how do you get in the club? You know, we, we share that with them. So, but it's just a laid back environment. We're just, you know, chill. Um, just talk about all these different things. It's pretty fun. That's awesome. I got to check that out. Yeah. So definitely, definitely a good time. Last time we had, you know, people were having drinks and then it was, it was a good time. It was really fun. And then we get to know some of the, we met some of the hopefuls, those we call them hopefuls people who are applying to the club and they give us like their story and show off a little bit, a little bit what they have. It's, um, it's really interesting. It's something that we just started like a couple weeks ago. I was like, I know, let me set up a zoom meeting. And so, well, half the people didn't know how to work zoom. So that was like the, the funny part. It was like, I can't get in. How do you get in? It's like, just click the link. Yeah. It's like the link's not working. I was like, oh my goodness, I just like a headache. <laughs> it's like, why did I start this? That, <laughs> but that, it was fun yeah. at the end. That's cool, man. Because I'm sure a lot of people would want to get into that once they find out about the Fiend Club and find out ways how to get in. Because it's, it's it looks super yeah. cool. Um, I'm kind of jealous. It is, I want to vest. <laughs> it's 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 a lot of fun and um especially if you get to get to meet the guys and you know it's not like you know it's professional comic book club like you you have to like file the bylaws and you know structured meetings and stuff like like that it's just us just um the same all the time making fun of each other i was like i saw you're posting this what's up with that <laughs> or we'd make memes about each other that's that's the funnest part making memes oh. you probably saw a couple of my yeah. on my feed that your I uh, record back. covers <laughs> album covers yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, that's it's kind of a, everybody a hard time that reminds me of a of a group that i'm in because i have my own feed where my uh show runs on but i'm also part of a podcasting network and you know, there's a separate facebook page and they're always knocking on each other and making fun of each other putting their faces on other pictures and stuff so yeah i right, know what, yeah. I know what that's about week. it's a lot of fun right and um, you know some of the some of the people are really you know they take it to the next level they're like oh man i can never do that so <laughs> <laughs> it, it's funny to see yeah yeah the guys i know can get pretty crazy too um 
I might be a contributor to that, but yeah, we can get, it can get pretty crazy. Um, but that's another thing I love about um, doing podcasting and meeting other people, like getting to know you. Um, uh, I've met a lot of people, uh, a lot of local people too. I don't know if you know of uh, uh, Alfred and Chris. They have a podcast called Comic Book Characters. And um, Alfred, uh, well, we're all part of a, a Facebook group called Invincible Comics and More. And mm-hmm. every Friday, so this Friday he's going to do a, uh, he does a, a live auction, a comic book auction. And okay, at the end of the auction, usually the final item uh, is usually something for charity. So um, we've done St. Jude's, we've done, you know, all kinds of stuff. So I am going to mention this brain injury uh, charity and maybe one of the upcoming auctions we can... Um, do whatever charity item and, and have that that money go towards towards that charity. That would be awesome. Yeah, so if you guys are interested in that, it's Invincible Comics and more Facebook group. So yeah, if you set that up, I'll I probably get some members to jump on there and make some bids and stuff. Yeah. So I'll uh I'll spread around. I'll send you uh I'll send you links and all that good stuff. I usually end the show with something I call uh, Dork Dad Questions. It's just five random questions, no right or wrong answers, just something willy-nilly, just, just for fun. So if you're cool, we can go over these Dork Dad Questions. All right. All right. So the first one, uh, I probably already know the answer, but it's been kind of a staple question because in that Facebook or that podcasting um network i'm in it's it's a big debate because um there's a lot of marvel guys and there's the, there's also a uh, star wars podcast called the uh, sarlacc digest and um uh, there's always this big fight on which is more culturally significant right star wars or marvel what do you think it has to be marvel culturally significant Yes. I mean, you know, Marvel, it, it takes place in like everyday United States cities like New York in different backgrounds. It's just New York alone. You look at New York, you see the, the characters that come out of New York, you know, different suburbs of different parts of New York. So, I guess. and you have like a big variety of, you know, stuff that we can relate to as humans, you know. I'm sure there's more races of aliens than Star Wars, but I bet we can't relate to any species, a different species, I would say. So your answer is Marvel? Marvel, yep. <laughs> okay. Like I said, there's no right or wrong <laughs> answers, but that's wrong. But <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, eventually, we've been saying we're going to do it for years already, but... It's just hard getting everybody's schedules lined up. We're gonna have like, uh, like a debate: Star Wars versus Marvel, and it's a big show. But it's again, it's too hard to get everybody together. Um, Marvel has like a Star Wars universe, like Guardians of the Galaxy. Like if you want that kind of yeah, adventure. I mean, there's all kinds of talking points. Like I said, there's no wrong or right answer. We're all winners in in my in my <laughs> head because. You know, 
I love the Marvel stuff and I love the Star Wars stuff. And Disney rules the world now. <laughs> now they, they own both. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's see the second question. Um, if they were to come out uh, with an action figure of yourself, what accessories would you come with? Uh, probably a comic book, either a beer or a coffee. If it's, you know, for men, for kids, probably a coffee. If it's <laughs> works with the adult line, then probably a beer or like, or both right? a liquor bottle. <laughs> <laughs> or both. You can be a deluxe set. The deluxe. Yeah. I could come like in those, you know, those high end toys that has like 15 different hands in like yeah. 12 different feet. I can change them out. And, I still have this Superman. You know, have I, different I still have the Superman I haven't opened yet. But, <laughs> All right. Um, question number three. Uh, you a wrestling fan at all? Wrestling? I haven't watched wrestling in forever. Probably since like the days of like Ultimate Warrior and Hulk Hogan and that's, stuff like that, that. That's my day. That's WWF, right? Yeah, but, uh, WWF. You know, when they walk out, they always have this theme song, and you know it's them. If you were to have your own theme song, what do you think it would be? Or what would it be? Mm, theme song? That's kind of hard. <laughs> I don't know what I would pick. It's like if I had to make an entrance for a room, every every single time I entered a room, yeah. they had to play the same song <laughs> over and over. I would... Just to keep it corny, I would say Take On Me by AHA. That would be my... There you go. Nice. My entrance song. Let's see. Number four. Let's say you wake up, middle of the night. Hopefully this never happens. But let's say your house is on fire, right? All the kids, all your family is safe already. What is that one thing that you're going to run back in the house and get? One collectible that you are going to save from a fire? I would have to save my, my spinner rack back here full of my keys. I would pick that thing up and run, <laughs> run outside. Hey, I didn't notice that. That's actually cool, man. It's like, that's old school. You go into the gas stations or little convenience stores with all the comics on it. Right, yeah. That's, that's yeah. pretty cool. I found a spinner rack, which is like an antique store, antique show, and they had one sitting there. It's like, he only wanted like 20 bucks for it, so we bought it. And That's cool, man. All right. And I guess the last question, um, kind of playing off of WandaVision, right? If you were able to live in any sitcom, you know, what, what sitcom universe would you want to live in? Um, I would say sitcom... I would have to do like Big Bang Theory just because just to be amongst other nerds. Hopefully I, I get to gain some of their intelligence <laughs> of, you know, That'd physics, cool. astrophysics. And stuff. That'd be cool. That's another show that kind of made quote unquote us nerds um, cool, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. I think I'd be bugging Penny a lot too, though. <laughs> <laughs> If I was if I was a yeah if I was a single guy then yeah I'd probably. All right, cool man. Those dork dad questions, and um, 
man, thanks for coming on the show, man, talking a little bit. I know it's kind of maybe weird or something you don't do often. Like I said, I'm no pro at it, but uh, <laughs> uh, I enjoy talking yeah. to you, get to know you. Maybe we can do things more in the future, meetups, what have you. Um, I like to do charity things as well. This past Christmas, I I teamed up with a, a local toy shop, and we did like a Toys for Tots thing. And, you know, maybe we can do something similar with the bring in uh, your fiend club, you know. Yeah, certainly can't. Like, um, there's only two of us here in San Antonio, so we're looking to grow that. Even though they, they give us a tough time because a lot of us are from Texas, and they're like, if no one more Texas guy applies, like, we're not going to accept it based on the <laughs> point that they, they're from Texas. I was like, don't hate don't hate us because you hate us, you know. <laughs> it's better cooler than you guys from Florida. Again, you want to let everybody know where they can find you, all your social media and, and all that stuff? Yes, you can find me on Instagram, Alamo City Avenger. Uh, the Alamo part is a zero for the O. Um, but I bet you you type in like half of it, my name will pop up anyway. So <laughs> follow me there. Uh, if you're interested in looking at my art, you know we have the Gold Crow Inkworks there on Instagram as well. Uh, you can follow me there. And I'm always interactive, so I'll follow right back, um, send you messages. If you send me messages, you know, I'm you know, not a snob. You know? <laughs> I always look a good, like a good meme. I always appreciate a good meme or a good joke. All right. And the Comic Fiend Club, is that just, is it a dot .com? Comic Book Fiend Club. Yeah, you can just find that. That's on Instagram. You can also find it on Facebook as well, Comic Book Fiend Club. And they actually have a website, comicbookfiendclub.com. We have their own website. And there, it's like if you're interested in joining the club, you can see who is in each um, chapter. So you have like a South chapter, Midwest, East, West, International, nice Canada. So you can see who's in those different clubs. So, you know, and it gives them a hyperlink to their um accounts on instagram because one of the requirements to be in a club is you, you have to have like an instagram to promote yourself so cool and again uh, i'll look all this stuff up and i'll put links and all that in the show notes so again i appreciate having you on man look forward no to problem. it I, we can do it again sometime i don't mind yes sir we can uh, bring in some other members if you want have a whole fiend chat Exactly. Probably somebody who could talk about the club better than I can. Hopefully I didn't blow this for a lot of people. No, nah, man. Like I said, it's all good. I uh, appreciate your time. You're probably going to be listening to this and be like, man, you screwed it up. Now you get to go back and fix it. No, no. no. It's all good. Um, <laughs> all right. I appreciate your time, man. Um glad we can do this a little earlier. My family just walked in. They were at Fiesta, Texas, but. Oh, I'm going there tomorrow. You know that. Since they're off of school and I still have to work, but (laughs) (laughs) but uh, yeah, man, it was fun. Um, yeah, we'll do it again sometime for sure. All right, sounds great. All right, you have a good one. You too. All right, good night. You've been listening to the Dork Dad Podcast. Please like, follow, subscribe. Leave a review, 
find us everywhere. Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. And until next time, we'll see you later.